Are you ready for this? I'm ready. <laughs> you got your earbuds? Yeah, I got them in, so should be good to go. So I got to ask you, because the podcast is called Behind the Wheel, are you always behind the wheel? Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. So living in Baltimore, in the inner city, I was present when the Freddie Gray riots occurred. Baltimore was actually the first city in America to come up with a essentially legal way to ban African-Americans' property ownership within white residential areas. Nation is a two-sided marketplace where we introduce artisanal and emerging uh, brands, mainly snack brands, to consumers at key moments where they're most engaged. Hi, I'm Derek, and this is Behind the Wheel, a show dedicated to highlighting the accomplishments of ordinary people who are doing extraordinary things within the communities. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your podcast. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Oxley, and today's episode is brought to you by the folks at the Creative Running Collection, an eclectic ensemble of artists from all walks of life and disciplines. I mean, we're talking established to want to be writers, actors, directors, artists, bloggers, vloggers, videographers, podcasters, journalists, producers, and editors who are passionate about creating content for running and entertainment purposes. Still, but more importantly, they inspire people to pursue a healthy lifestyle by helping them identify their purpose, maximize their potential accelerate their growth and continuing the cycle. In other words, they help people IMAC their life. So, if you've got some hidden talent and you're looking for a safe place to express, own, and display your talent, shoot them an email at the Behind the Wheel Morning Show at gmail.com. If you're an entrepreneur, a small business owner, or know of an entrepreneur, a small business owner looking to advertise in the Behind the Wheel podcast, but weren't certain as to whether or not there was a possibility, we have eliminated all the guesswork. It certainly is a reality. Who's this we you're talking about? You know it's just you. I now we're gonna go with we. We now have be going with we? I think we're gonna go with we. Let's try. We now have the ability for you to sponsor an episode. How cool is that? Your ad can run pre-mid or post-roll. Simply visit coffee.com forward slash btw podcast the details will be in the show notes that's ko hyphen fi dot com forward slash btw podcast and one of the cool things about coffee.com is it allows supporters of the show to buy me a cup of coffee you all know i like coffee so shout out to latoya shante soul inspired kimberly hall and Kim Isaiah. That's why I'm all hyped up on this coffee. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Baby Ox Baby. Yo, D-Rock, D-Mid-Vin-Stay-Woo-Woo-Woo-Woo-Woo-Woo-Woo-Woo-Woo-Woo-Woo-Woo-Woo-Woo-Woo-Woo-Woo-Woo-Woo-Woo-Woo-Wo
So there's this guy, you know, there's, there's several of these people, these individuals, these politicians, you know, um, these adults who, I guess for some reason, they must think this guy who's occupying the office down in, um, you know, Pennsylvania Avenue, he must not speak English. So they've got to, I don't know why the reporters, these uh, you know, media outlets, even play this game where they have to ask them to interpret um, what the president said. Do you find that concerning the president's refusal last night during the debate to condemn white supremacist groups? I think he misspoke in response to Chris Wallace's uh, comment. He was asking Chris what he wanted to say. Uh, I think he misspoke. I think he should correct it. If he doesn't correct it, I guess he didn't misspeak. As if they're translating something from another language. Like, we, like if you watch the debates, you heard him, you know, not answer a direct question. So this shouldn't be like odd. Like, why are we even, it's like entertainment. Like you just want to get sound bites for ratings and, and get an understanding. Like, what did you think? What, what do you think the president meant when he said, uh, yeah, what did he mean by that? Well, Republican, black Republican, you know, he's asked. Uh, it's pretty, pretty prominent too. You know, he carries a lot of weight. And he's, you know, what do you think he said? Um, I think the president misspoke. You think he misspoke? I don't know. I don't know if there's misspeaking that happens in the hood. Like you said something, and and if it was, it was not correct. It might have got you punched in the face, and you knew immediately. Oh, yo. That was foul. I should not have said that. Or if I did say that, I should be prepared to defend my statement. There was, there's no misspeaking. There's, <laughs> there's no misspeaking. He misspoke. I, I don't, I don't understand what misspeaking. Like it's a lot. You either you're, you're lying or you know, there's, there's no equivocation. There's no, you know, trying to. No, man. He. This is what he said. He would have done better. You know, um, just saying, uh, that's the president. You got to check with him on that. Rather than get yourself intertwined with his nonsense. That is an entanglement. Now you, now you, well, if he, well, what if he just said that, then, then, uh, then I guess he didn't misspeak. Then, then you guess he didn't misspeak. So he didn't denounce um, these white supremacists. And he's like, he, he needs like a name, like white supremacy. Just, just go with that. You know, like you want a particular group? There are tons of groups of them out there. And then there's one in particular, the Proud Boys, who were like celebrating online, like rejoicing. You know, they think this shit is funny. But meanwhile, he's going to be in some place safe and they're going to be out there risking their lives and going to say something to the wrong person. And um, then they might end up meeting their maker, you know, or like this other guy down there, you know, Wittenhouse or whatever goes up and shoots up a place and then ends up they raised like over a million dollars for this guy for his defense like we should have more of him like you brought your punk ass down to um you know this this uh protest 17 year old with weapon how does he even get a weapon number one at that age and a fire walking around with it like yo this is this on your back like uh, mm-hmm and meanwhile, now he's, he's caught. And, and now he's the victim? Like, he's defending himself? <laughs> oh, man, this system is rigged. You can't tell me it's not. You can't tell me it's not rigged, yo. Knocking stuff over here. 
You can't tell me that it's not rigged. It's, it is uh, it's, it's a shame, man. You know, and you and, and if you, yeah, it's, I, I would never even talk about this stuff. What's up, Mac? How you doing this morning? I don't even talk about this stuff, but it just becomes like, yo, you can't help but not talk about it. You know, it is, it's, it's, it's shameful, man. What we're seeing, like you, like you can even, I can even imagine having you, you sitting down with your, with your small kids, and you, you know, they, they want to see what's going on. You want them to be informed about what's happening in the world, and you turned on a debate, and you see these two old guys up there, and like that's the best that we got. That the whole out of all these millions of people in the world, those are the two best people we have. But those, this is what we've got. So you got these two old guys up there arguing like this is like some some comedic show this was not this is like this is supposedly our democracy this is what we have or this this is it this is like all like a show for him and he's talking about ratings this <laughs> that's the republican party that's the republican party i mean it's like you You've got to be kidding me, man. You, you've got to be kidding me. And you have some people who just like, yo, this is, that's my guy. I'm riding with my guy. Like, this is, it's not like, I can see, you know, that's your team. You're going to be a Nick fan. You're going to be a diehard Nick fan until you die. Because that's your team. You grew up with him. Your pops grew up with him. His pops grew up with him. There's a history. There's, there's a legacy. You guys went to the games. So you're going to ride with the Knicks no matter what. Losing season after losing season, you're still buying the paraphernalia. Nobody can't speak ill against the Knicks. You know, you are not going to stand for it. That's your team. Okay, I get it. That's sports. This is real life here. Yo, this is this is more, you know, this this what's at stake here is a little bit more uh, a bit more serious. But you're still riding with him. And just because now I can I can live out my my hateful, you know, ways. Because this guy in office basically is giving us the green light. Stand down and stand by. Stand back and stand by. It's like, yo, you got to be kidding me, man. This is crazy, crazy times that we're living in, man. Absolute crazy times. Charles Blow was on. And he was talking with another guy who was, was obviously a bigot. And he's supporting him at supporting the guy, at, at, you know, in Pennsylvania Avenue. And he asked him, yo, if you're a bigot and you're supporting this guy that's a bigot, that makes you a bigot. Uh, he's a bigot. There's no other way to get around it. Wow. Anybody who supports, accepts that, supports it. Anybody who supports it is promoting it. And that makes you a part of the bigotry itself. Now, you have to decide whether or not you want to be part of the bigotry that is Donald Trump. You have to decide whether you want to be part of the sexism and misogyny that is Donald Trump. You have to decide whether you want to be part of the bullying that would allow him to make fun of one of my disabled colleagues at the New York Times. You have to decide that. There is no other space for you. There is no place for you to say, I'm going to put that to the side because I believe in conservative principles. I can't put that to the side because I believe that I do not want to vote for Hillary. You have to make a decision because your party has now decided that this is the person. This con man is your front man. Mm. And you have to decide whether or not you're going to follow that. I'm a black man in America. I hope, and I okay, know a well, bigot I, when I see a bigot. And you okay, are supporting well, a bigot. And I know and that makes you part I, of the bigotry that is done. And I know someone that doesn't right. tell the truth on national TV when and I see it. I, and I know this. Okay. A bigot is a okay. bigot and you're supporting a bigot that makes you part of the bigotry and you are yeah. part of the problem. That, that black America faces. That what black people don't need is not somebody to solve our problems like we're some sort of algebraic 
equation. What black people need is dismantling of white we are, supremacy we are trying to, forms, and that is not what, what, what Donald Trump is offering. Charles. That means I don't have to answer your questions, which Charles, because I don't. You're not the the moderator here. You're okay. not this the okay. person who's asking. But you can't sit on national TV. You will not. You don't sit on national TV and call me. someone a racist, sir. I call him a bigot, well, you can't. and I called you a supporter of that bigotry, and therefore part of that bigotry, and you are part of what let is him, the problem with African Americans. Yes. Go ahead, Bruce. I said that to you. I mean, there's, there's no way of, of, of saying, well, I, uh, I don't really agree with what he's saying on this stuff. And it's not like it's just one thing. You could go down like a long list of complaints against this guy, man. I mean, I've, I don't even know how, how many positions are still vacant in, in his administration. I don't know how many people have either been fired, quit, indicted, imprisoned, and then he let him out. This is like, this is like some sort of like scam. This is the great American scam that's being run on folks, yo. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But I think the, um, what really, what really got me going this morning was, uh, the story about this, uh, this pharmacist, the CEO of this pharmacy company. Do you know what this number is? I Does it ring I any bells? I, I think you're referring to my compensation in some way. Yeah, well, in some way. This was your compensation in 2017 for being CEO of Celgene. And that's a lot of money. It's 200 times the average American's income and 360 times what the average senior gets on Social Security. Now, of that 13 million, about 2.1 million came from your company hitting yearly earning targets. Um, and more than half of the bonus formula was based on those targets. Any increase in the price of Revlimid would also increase your bonus by increasing earnings. Isn't that right, Mr. Ellis? If revenues increased and expenses did not, then earnings would be enhanced. And Thank you. Mr. Ellis, in fact, the oversight the committee found that if you hadn't increased the price of Revlimid, you wouldn't have gotten your bonus. Mr. Ellis, do you know how much you personally received in bonuses over two years, the last two years, just because Celgene raised the price of this one drug, Revlimid? I received very generous compensation, but I don't know the exact number that you're referring to. In fact, you personally received half of a, half a million dollars personally just by tripling the price of Revlimid. So to recap here, the drug didn't get any better, the cancer patients didn't get any better. You just got better at making money. You just refined your skills at price gouging. And to be clear, the taxpayers spent $3.3 billion on Revlimid. He got paid like $13 million. $13 million. He got bonuses. He got a bonus of like a half a million dollars for tripling the price of this cancer medication for tripling he was incentivized to make targets based off of raising the price of cancer medicine 
So it's not like, okay, so yo, I got to get my target. I got to get my half a million. I, if I get this half a million on this, this, you know, by hitting this target and it's just numbers and they don't even, they're not even, they're not, they can't possibly be thinking about people or they make the distinction. They somehow justify it in their head that this is okay. I'm, it's okay for me to make $13 million, you know, this is America. It's okay for me to make $13 million. And how am I going to make this $13 million? Well, off of these bonus targets that I have of raising the medicine, you know, price or whatever. And it's the same thing with the opioid crisis. They was following that money and it was, they wasn't doing that thing. Mm -hmm. So he raises it uh, like three times, but the medicine doesn't get any better, but he's still getting his bonus. It's like, it's mind boggling. And so the woman is going now, I've got the tape. I got to add it in there into the uh, episode because I've got it on the phone. I can't pull it up and be live on the phone. But to hear this woman grill him and he's sitting there like, you know, like he's in the principal's office and he knows he's, he knows he's, you know, he's, called, he's still got the money, probably already spent it or it's, it's tucked away somewhere where they can't, you know, get access to it. But it's embarrassing to think that the, that the stockholders know, you know, the shareholders are aware of it. The board is okay with it. They're signing off on this bonus. They're all in this together. It's like these people don't have, you know, regular average citizens' interests at heart. This, this is not a concern for them. How do you just, how do you sleep at night? I guess there's a pill for that. To help you sleep at night after you've robbed someone blind. So, yo, they're getting medicine going up, you know, but hey, I got my bonus. Good job. You're giving high fives. You know, you get a high five for, for tripling cancer medicine <clears throat> while people are dying and it's not getting it's not helping them get any better yo the, the trust that is um i guess whatever little trust that was there has gotta gotta been eroded man it's gotta be eroded like vaccination this covid thing nah y'all 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 all those all those uh supporters of, of trump y'all go first you know, him and his administration, y'all go first. I watch. I watch all y'all take your, your shots. I'm not taking a shot. I'm sorry. I mean, I got a big, giant vaccination from when I first came to this country. You know, they injected you with everything. You still got the scar here. That's the last time I've got vaccinated. With all this stuff going on, I would not trust them. And he's trying to push it through. This does, yo, he's a con artist, man. I don't, I don't understand why people can't see that he's just a con artist. So he's, he's just up to no good. He's just... No good. I've never liked this guy from, I don't know how many, how often I've got to say this. It's not even about like, it's not even to me, it's not just about politics. He's just not a good human being, yo. He's not a leader. He's a swindler. He's a con artist. I know when you get in con, you know, you know the cons, you know, you got the three card Marley. He's like one of them type of guys. And he's, he's a scam artist. He's a scam artist. Like I never, I never, like I used to, I used to um, buy leadership books. You know, I was, I was addicted to these leadership management, marketing stuff, you know, because I wanted to stay abreast of what was happening, you know. You, you, so you, you want to stay informed. I never, it never dawned on me to buy art of the deal. Never. Never dawned. Like, I'm not, it was never a thought in my mind. Like, I want to I wanna see what Donald Trump is doing. Like, what? Nah. 
he what did he build? He build building. What did what did he do? He got the stuff from his daddy. Like you, that's not a leader to me. Like just because you, it's just, and I gotta put my big giant name. That's not a. It's like I've never. I bought one of them ties because it was on sale at Marshalls. It was clearance. I didn't realize it until afterwards. Oh, Donald Trump. Wow. You know, it's it's, it's, it's it was it was a work tie. You know, I'm thinking of burning it. You know, have a, a tie burning. <laughs> But I would never, this is not, this is not, this guy, I wouldn't buy a book, care about what he thinks. You know what he thought when he, when he took out a full page ad about those folks, about those five guys, Central Park Five. You know exactly what he thought then. I mean, this, this guy's thinking hasn't changed. They elected him. They elected him into office. <laughs> this is like, yo, you... You have like the worst person possible in charge at your job. You know, everybody knows he ain't qualified. He don't know what the, he don't know what he's doing. He, but, but he's in charge and you know, everybody in the office knows he don't know what he's talking What's going on, Linda? He don't know what he's talking about. Man, get out of here. This can't be possible. But he's the boss. Y'all hired him. And now he's, get, he's getting bigger and bigger in power. Y'all are sitting around, like, wondering, like, how did we get here? You're surprised how you got here now? Like, what are you going to do? Like, I don't understand how anyone could be saying, like, they're undecided. I don't know what to do at this point. I don't know. Like, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting to see happen? Like, you're waiting for him to, to you know, what? What what does go up in flames while he's there? Is it's is that what's going to nothing like what what is going to what is it gonna take for people to wake up and say, yo, we gotta do something different, man. This is not this is not working, man. This is not working. And then he's blaming Chris Wallace. Like, yo, yeah, I was debating two people, you know. But the ratings, the ratings were outstanding. They he he thinks this is good. Just obnoxious behavior is good. Like this is, this is not, this is not, this is not good. This is not a good thing, man. Yo, this is not a good look. I'm not one for, you know, like, oh, you got to, you know, you got to look a certain way, decorum and all that, pomps and circumstance and, yeah. But that was just chaotic. Yo, you, they, that is just, that's like a, that's like a, a, a that's like a brawl outside. That's what that was. But this is supposed, why you even got on suits? Why don't you just fight? They should just fight. Wrestle, fight, you know, spar, box, whatever. This, this is this is like a, this is a scam that that's getting run on us, you know. And people are participating. If they're standing on the sidelines saying like, "Yo, this is cool. This is this is cool." I thought of this, um, like the McCarthy hearings. You know, you think back, they made a decision. You know, they talked about what they were gonna do. You know, okay, so we got a guy that's in our office when he was at Harvard. You know, he was, um, he got caught up in some stuff. He's no longer part of that stuff, but I would agree, you know, you don't bring up his past. I won't mention some stuff about your guy while we're there in court. This is what they decided in court. And McCarthy was like, yo, you know, he, he all bets are off. He just starts, you know, just going against, like, we agreed. This is what we agreed to going into it. But these guys have no morals. They have no, no, no sense of right and wrong. You know, it's just, what can I get out of it? Hmm? What can I get out of it? And so the guy's sitting there, you know, it's like he starts going on and on about the guy, the young guy 
that was uh, at Harvard. And now, you know, he's, he's working for them. And he's like, yo, yo, have you no decency, sir, at long last? Have you? It's like, it's like you injured this guy. For what reason? For your own selfish motivation? That's, this, that's these people in power. It's like they don't care anything about the American people. Not at all. You know, at all. And this guy, Cameron, oh, it's the worst. He's the worst, yo. He's the worst. I was talking with uh, an attorney earlier um, this week. And it's like, yo, you know, usually you could, they've had it said, you can indict a ham sandwich. You know? Leadership is influence. You can indict a ham sandwich. So if you can indict a ham sandwich, if you wanted to bring charges, you would have presented it. But this guy didn't even present it as an option. So... Not one of the jurors, which is which has never happened, she said, never happened, where they like, yo, we, we want the transcript out there. So I haven't heard his statement yet. It would be interesting to see what he says. And just watching these guys, you know, contort themselves into, you know, towing the party line. I can't imagine like what what some of like their parents, their kids, grandparents, kids are going to be saying to them. When they get older, like pops, what were you, where were you while all this stuff was going on? You know, what were you, what were you thinking? What were you guys thinking? Like, what did you, y- y'all just sat back and just watched all this stuff? Y'all just watched all this stuff go on? You got Lindsey Graham on Fox News begging for money, like campaign funds. They know the jig is up, man. They're gonna vote y'all out of office, man. And they should. And they should. So yeah, I'm um I'm off of the uh, the pol- politics. Uh, we had Dr. Angela Best um, interviewed her. That episode is up and out. Angela Best, Dr. Best takes a group of physicians um, every year to Haiti, and yo, and I tell you, you know, she does this, and it's real like quiet. Not a whole lot of like um, asking. You know, she's an average person. You know what I mean? She's a doctor, you know. I'm not saying she's not, she's not average. She's, when I say average, I mean she's not an entertainer. You know, she's not Dr. Oz on the front cover, you know, pushing some new drug and making money and got all these secret deals and, you know, you always see it. She's, she's, she's you know, she's an African-American female doctor, you know, an ordinary person doing extraordinary things in her community, and not only in her community, but like across the world. What's going on, James? So she's out in Haiti with a group of physicians going to help, you know, the residents of of, of that community, which he called, by the way, a shithole country. A shithole country. Haiti, call Haiti a shithole country. And when I think about it, you know, coming from being, being born in Barbados, migrating to the United States, you know, you so Caribbean descent, and you think about the different islands. First of all, everybody think you know you have you, you when you was younger and you had the accent. Everybody was from Jamaica. There are more Caribbean islands than Jamaica, so that that's 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 one thing. Okay, so now you have these these different islands: Jamaica, Barbados, Trinidad, Panama. You know, you you can go on Guyana. You got these different little you know same sort of like culture. End of the day just black but you can have your own you know you just just got dropped off a little sooner than making your way to to the states you know 
But Haiti, there was always this thing about Haitians where people would, would make constantly make fun of like Haitians. It was like, you, I, you don't call me, you know, don't say I'm not Haitian. And it was like, what? Why? Like, why? They would shit on, they people would shit on Haitians. I'm like, why? What, what was the point of that? What is the point of that? You know, where did that come from? This like, you know, talking, you got one group looking at another group like, I'm from here, but I'm better than you. It's like, why you got to have, like, you're not, we all, you're all in the same boat, yo. You just got dropped off sooner. So we're thinking about Haiti. We're talking about Haiti. And when I found out, which I didn't know in, in school, or maybe, I don't, I don't remember. And I, I was, I've been, I was, there have been times when I recall being, you know, going to school when I was high, but I don't remember, um, talking about the Haitian revolution. I don't remember them talking about Haiti, you know, fighting for their independence. I don't, I don't remember that at all. You know, that I, I couldn't have been, I couldn't have slept through that. And so in our, during our interview, I'm like, yo, when I discovered it, and, it, and this was not something I, this is something I discovered later on in life. So when I heard it, I was like, yo, like, why wouldn't they, why wouldn't that just be like common knowledge? Why wouldn't that be common knowledge? Like, why would you not want people to know that, yo, they, they, they got them, the French up out of there. They revolted. They fought for their independence, yo. <laughs> so now it makes sense. Like, you would not want that getting out. Like, yo, people fighting for their independence and you have these, these slave uprisings. <sighs> Yo, it was it was crazy. You think about some of the things that 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 we weren't taught, and now, you know, it's being exposed, and people are like, no, 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 no. All that stuff is, you know, you know, inc teaching inclusion is racism. This is this guy's thinking. Like, you can't possibly be serious, yo. You can't be serious. You can't. I don't know how you how folks buy into that, but um, Johnson, Lyndon Johnson, I think said it best. If you can get the, uh, the, the, the lowest white man to think he's better than the, the best black man, you know, you can just rob him blind. Hell, you don't even got to rob him. He'll give it to you. You just give somebody an enemy. You just, and it's the same trick. It's the same ploy. It's the same strategy they've been using for years. But it's an effective strategy. For some reason, people continue to fall for it. Like, you... When are people just going to stop and say, yo, he's, he's a billionaire and he pays $750 in taxes? That, that don't even sound right. That, but hey, you know, I paid more taxes than this guy. But, and he's a billionaire? How's that possible? How, and people are trying to get themselves to, to justify it. Like, you just, some stuff you just need to just, yo, that's, that's on him. That's on him. Whether it's, it's, it's Christians on the right, where this guy, he's, he, I don't know, he, he, he was holding that Bible like, yo, this, this, I might catch fire. I don't, how do you even hold this? Dude? You know, is it up, down, right? Yo, what's your favorite Bible passage? Uh, but, you know, all that stuff is private. <laughs> you know, so just one. I mean, you got, you got, you know, you have, you have how many books in the Bible? You know, you can't, you know, you can't come up with just one. They did it. Nah, nah, I, you know, I, I, you know, it's really secret. I don't really talk about, you know, my, my Bible passages that I, you know, that I like or whatever, you know, I don't, it's not something that, um, yeah. Huh? What? You, you, cause you, you don't read it, right? It's okay. Just say, you know, it's all a ploy, but they following them along. You got the Christians following them. And this one guy, 
who I um and I tell you about these these leadership books who I would purchase one 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 author in particular, you know, um John C. Maxwell, you know, he's like America's leading author uh on on leadership. And I have yet I searched on online too for Maxwell and Trump. I have yet to hear him say anything about this guy's good morning. Natalie, I have yet to hear him say anything about the leadership that is in office right now. And he's supposedly, you know, America's leading thought. And you haven't said anything about his leadership? It's like, yo, come on. I mean, this because this is not normal. This is not leadership. This is not this is not leadership, yo. This is not, it's not presidential. It's not leadership. I don't, this is like, this is like a, 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 a jack move. And people are standing by, like watching it like it's okay. You know, it's not okay. It's not normal. Let's not try to normalize this stuff. I don't know what y'all got going on today, but whatever it is, y'all make it a good one. Enjoy the rest of your day. We are out of here. We got a couple of episodes to put up. If you haven't gone back and checked out um, the last episode, Dr. Angela Best sharing her um, her stories of being in Haiti and helping out the population there. It's not a shithole country. A lot of people visit. There's a guy, um, Ben Fountain, he visited um, Haiti uh, while he was a, a budding author, uh, kept going back, wrote several books since then. Gotta check it out. Whatever y'all got, got it, got, y'all make it a good one. Peace. We out of here.